Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Monday morning. Monday, Monday, Monday. Everybody's just excited and just tickled to pink that it is Monday once again. So uh, it uh, generally is a rule. Mondays are the dreaded day of the week. And uh, so it is what it is. And uh Moaning, complaining, kicking, and screaming is not going to change a thing. You still got to get up. You still got to get going. You still got to move forward. So might as well just make it the best you can, you know. And uh, uh, what uh, how life is how you want to make it. If you want to make it miserable, it will be miserable. If you want to make it joyful, it can be joyful. So you might as well just pull yourself up by your bootstraps this morning and just keep on keeping on, guys and gals. So, hey, it's a wonderful day. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, you know. So uh, let's do that. Of course, you know, as you know, I'm typically a morning person. I'm usually ready and raring to go to joke, tease, and have fun. And I've had to uh, discover the hard way that... Um, uh, most people aren't like that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good morning, Jennifer Honeycutt and Sheila Sanders. Good morning. Yeah, appreciate you ladies and everyone else watching, uh, this morning. But yeah, um, I notice when I have doctor's appointments and things, I, again, I go in, uh, and my wife's watching, Brandy, and, uh, go in doctor's appointments and such, and I'm, you know, trying, I'm trying to be in a good mood and trying to say hello, and the woman behind the desk is usually like, Yes, well, <laughs> uh, you know, try to try to. Karen's watching. Good morning. Uh, try to make a little joke or try to have fun. Sign this, please. Like, okay. <laughs> Hope you have a good day. Yes. <laughs> like, apparently someone's not a morning person. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I get that, but uh, I can't help it. But I hope you enjoy my bubbly personality this morning. <laughs> so, let us uh, do our pledge of allegiance. Hold on here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for this wonderful, wonderful country in which we live in. Of course, you all know I was uh, very upset uh, Friday when I did my devotion because of my uh, anger towards... Uh, uh, East Tennessee State University with their little uh, punks uh, trying to be cute by kneeling and probably if you question they probably not uh, be hard pressed for them to really say as to why they were kneeling other than the fact that uh, uh, they uh, see everybody else doing it thought they should do the same thing and uh, it just sickens me uh, the disrespect for our flag and and uh, you can you can cry and whine and say it's a it's a peaceful protest and uh, that it's uh in regards to social injustice but I, you know that's just baloney yeah i said before if, if you're really that concerned about social injustice then get out in the community and do something about it uh, just this is bogus and uh, uh jennifer's watching this morning after yesterday how what they did at the football game and uh uh we was talking about uh of course i saw were several posts on facebook too that uh, the little cowards wouldn't even come out uh, during the uh, national anthem. They all stayed in the locker room and then come out. To me, that's just the same. You know, if you can't come out publicly and uh, show that you're proud of our country and stand there in tribute to our flag, you know, to me, uh, you're you're a coward. Uh, you're a coward. So I, I have no use for you. Uh, now I did hear that rumor has it that they made some sort of uh, 
private uh, display of respect uh, to the uh, uh, to the table memorial that uh, Rolling Thunder has out. That's fine and dandy, but still, you need to show publicly that you're proud of this country. If you want to, you 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 want to be out there publicly playing, then you need to get there to show respect. So, as far as I'm concerned, you all are a bunch of cowards at East Tennessee State University. So, uh, there and any other school uh, that allows a high school, college, professional, uh, if you can't show the respect uh, that this flag and this country deserves, then I call you out as a coward and. Uh, I don't care whether you like it or not. All right, so there we go. My political stand for today. <laughs> Take that to the bank. All right, so let's uh, look at uh, our morning devo- uh, verse we're going to look at for this devotion this morning. Psalm 8611, teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart that I may honor you. Praise God uh, for this uh, reading this morning. You know, a couple of things. Look at this verse. Uh, one uh, aspect of this, this verse that kind of stands out to me is, um, uh, let me I live according to your truth. Uh, remember, truth is, good morning, uh, Kelly. Uh, truth is static, okay? It is, uh, uh, it is not relative because you don't agree with that truth. You know, I was, uh, I don't know how many of you all watching this morning, watched my teaching last night and uh praise god for my dad coming on and uh, uh sharing his insights on a very difficult verse that many the- theologians throughout history have have had great difficulty with and so i appreciate his uh uh, his counsel on that last night. I think it really ministered to a lot of people. But, um, you know, one thing that I was talking about last night was uh, there was a woman that I was, uh, I wasn't so much debating, because uh, uh, honestly, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude or, or mean in any way, but she's, fr- frankly, she was, uh, uh, she's a nut. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I mean, the, what she the, was believing is so far-fetched and so insane uh, you know, I hate to use that word, but she, her, her whole belief system was just so, so skewed, uh, that, I mean, it just, to, to say that God is referenced as a female and to able to, def- and try to defend that. And I went into great detail as to how and grammar, uh, alone, uh, distinguishes God as male, uh, and particularly when you look at the, uh, uh, there's, there's feminine neuter, there's, uh, male neuter there's uh the nouns the pronouns those things just grammatically uh that uh in reference to uh, to god as male and she was trying to say that uh where they were cre- where we are created in our image was to indicate male and female and that god was be we could be called female and i said no our image is in reference to uh the trinity is what that's talking about and spiritually, we are we are like God, our Father. Jesus Christ referred to Him as our Father, but it's indicative of uh, the thought process of the day. Whatever is true for you is not true for me. Uh, you know, a kind of mentality. But that's not how God's Word works. It is how that it was written for the original audience and how it is applied to today. It's not up for debate. It's not up for whatever you how you want to interpret it. That's baloney. You know, just like people want to reinterpret the Constitution or to say that uh, with George Washington, uh, I believe that uh, I'll call, refer to him as a her because uh, uh, he was he had some feminine tendencies. Not that he did, but I'm just saying that, you know, uh, 
uh, tongue in cheek, just to uh, because individuals today are are in, are crazy uh, when it comes to these things. But God's word is truth. God's word can be trusted. God's word we know uh, is um, like I said, static, and uh, uh, these truths cannot be denied. So we want to live according to Your truth, O God. You know uh, what He explains to us, what He tells us in His Word each and every day. We can trust on that. That you know, in fact, there was something somebody had posted yesterday that some of these uh, lunatics uh, in the church community no longer find God's word inerrant, infallible. Uh, that is mind-boggling. Uh, that is, a, it is uh, it's hard for me to believe that. They don't find it inspired. God's Word is inspired. Uh, that's, and literally, it means God breathed. God breathed this into the men who wrote God's Word. And uh, it, is, it, it blows my mind. It just, it's just, it's just showing that we are in the last days. And it's just showing how more and more wicked this world is becoming. God is... Uh, the father, which we know is male, despite who wants to believe whatever, you know, there's only two, <laughs> there's male and female. I don't care what you want to believe. But um, but we can trust in God's word. When everything else is falling down around us, we can trust in God's word. And it's another thing that co- that this verse talks about, too. Not only can we trust in God's, uh, in the gospel of the, of the word of God uh, in its truths, is that uh, we need to be able to be taught uh, and understand and learn and glean from those things that we learn, uh, that uh, we go through in life's trials and tribulations, uh, understanding God's word in our lives. Winston Churchill said, personally, I always, uh, yeah, here in a second. Winston Churchill said, personally, I'm always ready to learn, although I do not always like to be taught. So, you know, oftentimes when we go through difficult times, uh, you know, we don't always run to the Lord as we should. You know, here we have God's truths. We understand that God is here for us. We understand Jesus' atoning work on the cross. But when things go bad, we don't always run to the Lord like we're supposed to. You know, uh, growing up, my dad always got on me because I was always trying to find the easy way out on things. And uh, I... Uh, uh, and admittedly, he said, in fact, he said, I did more work to get out of work than if I'd actually done what I was told to do. And, uh, it wasn't so much true as far as a work ethic as it was in my schoolwork is that, uh, he didn't go into school. I did not like to, uh, I didn't, I rarely liked a teacher and I didn't like to learn. Uh, in high school, I barely took a book home. I still had a 2.0 grade point average. Woo-hoo! <laughs> it, uh, but uh, if I was passing, I was happy. And uh, I was always looking for a shortcut to get out and have to take a test or, or to do my homework. And, uh, you know, uh, always trying to find the easy way out. Well, I think a lot of people are like that in regards to Christianity. They are always looking for an easy way out. They don't want to wait on the Lord. When they pray uh, for certain situations or what's going on in their lives, they want an immediate response. And likely so. You know, it'd be great if we prayed and say, God, uh, you know, what should I do in this situation? And the and we get a text message that pops up on our phones and says, Matt, I want you to go to uh, East Tennessee State University and kick every one of them in the gut. That would uh, be awesome. Uh, no, <laughs> I say that jokingly. But, uh, but you know what I mean, that uh, I would get a, a direct, uh, clear answer uh, every time we prayed. That would be a wonderful thing. 
But that's not always the case. Sometimes we may get an immediate response, but everything's in God's timing. And we sometimes God's trying to teach us something. But though many of us, when we're trying to find the easy way out of a trial that we're facing or going through, spending that instead of spending that time in prayer, spending that time in the Word, spending that time trying to learn, just like Winston Churchill was talking about, that uh, he's always ready to learn, but, not, but doesn't always like to be taught. Sometimes God's trying to teach us something, and we don't want to, to learn in the way that we should. And so we try to find that easy way out in seeking counsel of friends who are in the world or turning to alcohol or turning to drugs or finding some other outlet than that of the Lord. And that's something we have to be very careful about because we want God uh, to teach us his ways. We see in verse 8611 this morning, teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart that I may honor you. And uh, so instead of seeking things out in the world, you know, um, that's why a lot of people, they stress eat because they're trying to deal with something. A lot of people go shopping, go buy stuff they don't really need, but in order to deal with uh, something mentally or stressful that they're going through. Uh, you know, I, I uh, don't know that I so much stress eat, uh, just that I like food, but my problem is I do like shopping. <laughs> I know that's odd for a man, but uh, I uh, I guess uh, I, get, I do get a, uh, a a bit of a euphoric high, if you will, <laughs> when I get to go buy something, and that's something I've had to learn the hard way is to uh, try to be a better steward of my money because it's not my money; it's the Lord's, and uh, and I, so that's something I've really had to work on over the years uh, is to refrain from that because when it helps me to take my mind off of something I may be going through or dealing with, you know, and it's so easy to look for those outlets uh, that where we do find that temporary euphoric feeling uh, of, uh, of, of, uh, of, what am I looking for, of, of giddiness or uh, whatever, it is, whatever, I, you know what I'm getting at, you know, that, uh, that feeling of, uh, uh, well, that makes me happy. There we go. Uh, you know, the, the fleeting euphoric feeling of happiness. But the true happiness uh, that will only sustain us is that of the Lord. That uh, true joy is that of the Lord. Going back to God's truth. And we have to stick to that. You know, it doesn't matter what society says. It doesn't matter how culture changes. We have to stick to God's truth. And just because you don't like it, just because it does something you don't agree with, does not change that truth. And it's so frustrating when you deal with people who want to, you know, you give an in-depth uh, uh, response in regards to, just like this woman uh, who wants to refer to God as a she, and they totally d disregard uh, the 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 what is the I don't know what's mad at me this morning. I can't talk. Uh, they don't like the response that they're getting, and so they stick to their guns in an erroneous uh, state of thinking. And, uh, and that's what is a problem with a lot of liberals is that they don't run, they, they can't stand to hear facts, they just run on emotion. And it's just like this woman, she didn't, she didn't like what I had to say, and then she started to detract and started asking me about something else, and I didn't even respond to it because I knew what she was driving at, and it just, there's just no point wasting time arguing with somebody who don't want to listen to reason. And uh, if you want to live in ignorance, then that's on you. But uh, we, we have God's truth. And we need to trust in that. We need to spend that time in the Word. We need to spend that time in prayer, understanding God's direction for our lives. 
And uh, so don't expect always an immediate answer. And like I said, not every trial is that we, we face is God trying to teach us something. Sometimes it's just the fact that we live in a fallen world, you know, but, uh, but that's why we have to pray and discern, Lord, are you trying to teach me something? Are you trying to show me something? And we need to seek out that discernment and be sensitive to the leading of the Spirit as, as to what God uh, is trying to, to show us. And, it, and if it's nothing, then God, I'm sure, will reveal that to, hey, you know what? Bad things happen sometimes just because we live in a sin-filled world. But we need to be open and understanding. And we, we need to not be like Churchill, who's always ready to learn, but not always like to be taught. And we may not always like to be taught, but we need to seek that out and uh, understand what God's trying to do for our lives. So I know I stumbled around a lot this morning. I apologize. You know, uh, I get up before every morning, and uh, sometimes the... Uh, uh, the brain and tongue isn't working quite as uh, clearly as it should. So <laughs> let's go and go for the Lord in prayer. And if I, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, help us to understand uh, your teaching uh, each and every day, what you're trying to show us. Help us to have that proper understanding. Help us, Lord Jesus, to, uh, to always serve you well. And uh, Lord, let us be patient. Uh, Lord, let us be sensitive to the leading of the Spirit. And Lord, uh, let us uh, spend that time intimately with you each and every day. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Uh, Lord, do please be with our nation's leaders. And, the, and uh, Lord, I pray that you'll touch their hearts and minds and let them come to know you. Lord, the same with the people of this nation as a whole, that they'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I do pray for uh, uh, our sister Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Troy and Ginger Hood. Lord, I pray to be with Lyndon David Feathers. I pray to be with Roger Winters, Larry and Dinah Knight, Jane Kitchings. Lord, I pray to be with uh, my family, who's still dealing with the loss of my aunt, uh, Verda Campbell, and uh, Glenn Johnson's family, the Metcalf family. Uh, Lord, I just pray with so many that are uh, dealing with loss, and uh, Lord, I pray that you be comfort them, be with them, and help them. And Lord, I do pray that uh, you'll be with us, let us serve you well in all things, Lord Jesus. Lord, keep us all safe and well till we can meet again. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and uh, Debbie Jackson says, uh, Debbie Jackson's site, rather, I'm sorry, says, thanks for all the ways you make a difference in FLBC Church and the community. Appreciate these morning words. Thank you, Mrs. Sipe. You're a blessing. Appreciate you watching this morning. Well, I appreciate you all watching, and uh, don't forget, if uh, your friends or family don't do social media, you can still watch these devotions and all of our sermons live on our on our website at flbconline.com. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast, Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only. You can listen to all of these devotions and all of our sermons as you're going out and about your day. Well, I do hope everybody has a fantabulous day, a great day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.